No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. You're on the way to the venue and you're wondering, where should I park? Or... Should I bring my coat with me? Or how well do I have to stash my things I want to bring into the venue? Can I bring this backpack in with me? Where should I put my vape pen? Are they going to allow water bottles in here? <laughs> if you know that stuff or you want to find out about that stuff, you can go to VenueLama.com. What's VenueLama, you may ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. VenueLama.com is where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences. A place where pro showgoers can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue intel with one another. Yeah. Head over to VenueLama.com today and sign up for your free Llama account and start reviewing venues today. Review venues in the Llama base, upload photos in the Llama gallery, and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts to the Friends page. All Llamas registered by July 4th are eligible to win free tickets and Venue Llama gear. We, we got Summer Tour for Dead and & Company and Fish and Widespread Panic and Billy Strings and Goose and Ween and Green Sky Bluegrass. All of it's happening right now. <laughs> Oh, Go to VenueLama.com so that you know what the hell's going on when you get to the venue. And if you already know what's going on at those venues, go to VenueLama.com and tell everybody else so that we're all in the know and we're all hipped up. Go to tell VenueLama.com. Shop Tour Bus. Yes. it old school. Love that. Yeah, that is one of our awesome sponsors. Awesome. And if you don't know about them, you're about to know about them because... Like we always say, you don't want to wear that dirty old shirt and everything. Maybe you, do. you do. I like to wear my old dirty shirt. Shirts, shoes, shirts. Wow, dude! Wow. Right on. No, we're gonna keep. Okay, right you're on just gonna keep Let's rolling keep going. with that. Keep going. You yeah. like to wear dirty shop shoes. I, I started. <laughs> I started laughing when I said that because I remembered I do. But if you want new gear, go over there and see these cryptic, cool designs they have that are made from lyrics of Grateful Dead songs. Oh yeah. And they come in a all-over print box with all kinds of extras on the inside. And some of you are going to get an actual, real-life, dyed-in-the-wool, 
verified, bona fide, Grateful Dead cassette tape bootleg, bootleg. bootleg. order. Bootleg. Yeah, bootleg. Not only are you going to get the shirt, sticker, hat, pin, or whatever that you ordered in a rad box, but it could come with a Grateful Dead cassette tape in there that's been traded around the Grateful Dead family for like 5,000 years. And then a bunch of cool Dang. trinkets, toys, candy, gum. You don't know what you're going to get. You're it's also a, it's a box of fun. going to get a good feeling of supporting your Grateful Dead family. Not the big corporations that mass produce, but the perfectly soft t-shirt with the Grateful Dead inspired lyric and that gorgeous box coming straight to you for free shipping when you put in the promo code No Simple Road. So go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram to see what the hell we're talking about. And when you check out, remember to put in the promo code No Simple Road, all one word, so you can get your free shipping and you get your new stuff. And it has a Grateful Dead lyric, told in picture on it, and then all the stuff in the cassette tape and all the shoptourbus.com. You're going to be happy. I'm hungry. We all know that <laughs> Apple's hungry, but we also all know that the Grateful Dead family does stuff beautifully. They yeah. make beautiful music. We make amazing grilled cheese. We make awesome <laughs> art. We make veggie burritos that are badass. And you know what else we do? What? We have a business in Portland and Denver called Fire on the Mountain, owned by the Grateful Dead family, that has the best chicken wings, pizza, mm. burgers, salads, brew their own beer, and it's made with love and intention by our family for you. And when you go into any of their locations, you are going to find a beautifully, comfortably decorated space that you can even rent out for birthday parties, meetings, or just to go kick it with your daughter on a random Wednesday evening. Yeah. I mean, look, everything is so freaking serious nowadays. It's nice to take a break, fall out for a while, go get some food somewhere chill, made by your fam. It's delicious. Grab yourself a beer, a nice salad. And I got one thing to say. What? What? Save room for dessert or you're going to regret it because they have the best desserts anywhere. And if you're not in Portland or Denver, don't feel bad. You can go to PortlandWings.com. Hook yourself up with some dope-ass fire on the mountain gear. Get yourself some of their sauces because they'll ship them all over the country and then you won't feel left out. So go to Fire on the Mountain, everybody. It's the Grateful Dead family hooking it up, cooking it up for you. Everybody's ready now. Yeah, we've been getting yes. ready for like a like a hour, fifteen fourteen minutes. minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, on the patio too, that counts. There's a lot of getting ready so, around here to do stuff that doesn't take very long. Well, and when it's <laughs> when, when it's such a nice day out too, we were having a hard time getting up off the patio and. Yeah, it was beautiful. Hey, it now, is beautiful. No simple road family. You are with us again for another. Monday, Monday, Monday installment Smunday. of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind, brought to you in collaboration with the Edible Beats out of Denver, Colorado. Yeah, right. Edible Beats. Wow, that was that was a lot. Just Thank now. you, Edible Beats, for this wonderful collaboration. If you and are not already familiar with who the, whom the Edible Beats is, yeah, are are is and are. You can go online <laughs> and look up the Edible Beats. If you live in the Denver area, you should already know who they are. Shame on you if you don't. 
not shame on you. I, I'm not here to make anybody feel bad. Yeah. I love all of you a whole bunch. Just go check them out. You're, you'll be happy you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. We want you to find out because we're disappointed if you don't know because there's so much to know. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to know. If I was late, that's one of the main reasons I would want to move to Denver now. Honestly, just eat at yeah. Beats restaurants. Okay. I love that idea. It's fun. Red Rocks has nothing to do with it. The Dick well, that, that, has nothing that, to do with that, it. Th- those you would, would be, move to Colorado for a run of concerts? I would move to Colorado for the music scene. For the music scene and the food scene. And it just, there's a lot going on up there. But, but nothing is going to pull me away from Oregon. Unless like somebody called and was like, Hey, no simple road. I have like 50 acres. I want to donate to the show with a dope ass house and a turnkey house. Studio, ready to go. And, uh, we just want to give it to you guys and let you run amok here. And yeah. I'd be like, okay, we're moving to Denver guys. By the way, you get a full-time XL Uber whenever you want. Yep. You don't have to worry about <laughs> driving anywhere. Yeah. I mean, might as well just throw it in. And yeah. here's your permanent bench at Red Rocks <laughs> right in the middle by the soundboard. <laughs> oh, wait. That, oh, that was a dream. If we're okay. dreaming, I yeah. mean, we might as well dream go all big. the way. Dream big. And hey, Jasper's moving in. Yeah. Yeah. There you are. He'll have a whole Jasper wing that's just like Hell all yeah. fucking trampolines and nerf. He and only toys. does work in Colorado Batman. now. Oh, he has a whole wardrobe of all the superhero costumes. Oh my gosh. How cute would that be? Wow. That is a Grandpa had a thought. matching closet. Dreaming is fun. Yeah. I know. See, you, you two dressed up as superheroes together. Like, that'd be funny. It'd be hilarious. He had a superhero party last year. I know. Sydney had to go as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so we bought lottery tickets a couple of weeks ago. Which yeah. We don't do that yeah. very often, but for we, whatever reason, your mom that. wanted a lottery ticket before yeah. she left. So I bought her one and I was like, well, I'm going to buy one. And then as soon as you buy the ticket, you start dreaming. Right. Yes. Yeah. You can't help it. So I know. I know that we already have a topic for today's rewind. But moths and butterflies. Moths, what's the difference between a moth and a butterfly? That, that was about twenty minutes out on the patio just a minute ago. Aaron educating us on moths and butterflies, which, um, which is educational and yeah, fun. They their wings fold different. One is awake during the day, and the other is awake at night. One is hairy, and one is sleek. One is uh, has better eyesight in the day and one has better eyesight at night and uh that's i just said moths are like low income butterflies yeah mel Mel immediately said we're both moths yes (laughs) (laughs) you guys would definitely be moths is what mel said yeah mel's the the butterfly oh yeah yeah yeah, there is yeah mel's the butterfly (laughs) of the bunch um but i i I wanted to ask if you won the lottery mel (laughs) I'm just waiting for it to happen. What would be the first thing you would do? Um, well, I I would definitely tell you first. Oh, I, okay. I mean, after, after like you told after, everybody after, that you won okay. the money and okay. and you're you still you just don't tell them. You keep coming home with all this dope shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Hell in the bank. Yeah. Don't like worry about it. That's set. my money. Everything's set up. Okay. Um, the news already came to the all house. Right, the news came to the house. Yeah, the I set up my certain portion to, you know, invest. And then I'd hook my mom up. That'd be first? Yeah. How? I get her a little freaking whatever she wants, a little tiny house that she wants on a cute little piece of property near my sister somewhere and have her set up so that I can literally rest my brain. 
and be like yeah. traveling and like ah oh, la 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 doing whatever we all want to do. Okay. But I don't but I don't know what my first like big purchase would be. I just think maybe like I'd want to do a family vacation. I hmm. I I want like all the kids and you know spouses and stuff to like get together and figure out what what we want to do with it. Hmm. Okay. A powwow. That's kind of stole my answer. What about you, Apple? Kind of stole. Yeah, well, well, I didn't yet. have an no. answer to her. I, I, I'm just gonna have to steal Mel's because that weighs heavy on me too. It's hooking up my mom before I even hooked up myself or anything. It'd be like, okay, my, I'm getting mom set up because I already go, know. Go I'll pick be her good, up, right? get all her shit, and, and then like come up here and buy her. Like I'd buy her a, a Victorian style house up here because that's what she's always liked. You wouldn't put her up at at. At a no, what do you I, call it next door? No, no, not that, not bougie well, place. Not that bougie place. That's not her. Okay, She'd maybe be, we could put Joy and and Mom together. Oh, get them a dope Victorian house together. They'd get along well too. Yep, they would get. They would talk each other's ears. Oh off. my god, <gasps> that would be something. They 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 would because they both need somebody to yes, talk they do. to so the much paint all the would time have to and everything oh. to get a break. <laughs> they would be excellent roommates. Yeah, they they would be, and your mom's much more motivated, like for doing things. Yes, so they, they'd be motivational to each other. That would be a literal dream come true to be. It would be so cute little house. Your I know. mom doing yard work all the time. I, I, okay, I'm gonna sit like, out front on the porch, just drinking her lemonade. Uh, I don't know if the fancy it. tea set, yeah. <laughs> drinking cute. tea, making cocktails. Fucking I'm gonna sound like lottery. a total jerk now because I'm the first thing I'm gonna say is that I'm not hooking up my mom. My she mom's doesn't already need to be hooked, hooked up. up. Yeah. So I'm not hooking up my mom. Yeah, the- you need a new car. <laughs> <laughs> no, your Escalade you, that you just got isn't good enough. You you don't need to have the same answer. Yeah, no. you have, your mom's the legit. first thing I would do yeah. is book all of us a trip somewhere far, far away. Do you know where? Probably somewhere like Fiji or okay. something like that, where they have those like. Um, hotel rooms that are out on the water mm-hmm. oh yeah where you can like look down and see the fish through the yeah. glass and you, the you just and jump shit. off and go scuba yeah. and see everything somewhere like that where nobody could get to us there's no phones okay where we could have a family summit <laughs> i love that a summit yeah where like we're all going to decide together what mm-hmm. we're doing with this money and where the compound is going to be with the moat and the sharks with lasers. <laughs> sharks with laser beams? And the bees. No, they're angry bass. <laughs> That's all I could get. Yeah, that, that'd be first. And then second, um, I would rent out Red Rocks and have fish play there for us. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> private fish show. Okay. Would it be as fun if it was private, though? No. Yes and no. It wouldn't. You need... Well, you'd have to fill it. Yeah. You'd have to do some kind of a lottery or something where every, like. Yes, Apple. Yeah, that kind of money rented it out. And then you just have. Eight people what, there. What, like like eight, 18,000. 18,000 tickets to give you, out. You get tired of Trey's eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> Quit looking at me, man. You're making it warm, Trey. Just have like one row full. A little spot That's in the middle behind the soundboard. Lame. Hide. <laughs> um, okay. So it is almost <laughs> June. <I'm sorry. laughs> What's so funny over there, Giggles? <laughs> Nothing at all. Really? 
I'd hate I to see what happens she, when something's really I funny. Why, I think that's why she apologized. It's like, like we both look at her like, what are you laughing at? I'm sorry. Okay. It's almost June. That means that like the summer um, solstice is almost here. And with summertime and warmer weather and all that comes festival season. And uh, we are um, getting ready to kick that off here in what? Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. With Mojo no, Family Fest. Three, 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 three yeah. weeks. Is three, it three? Yeah, because it's a 15th or 16th. I'm sorry. 16th of June um, through the 18th. Okay. Yeah. May is still. Yeah. May lasts till Wednesday of this week. Um. So first of all, before we get talking about Mojo Family Fest. Oh, yeah. I got something to say, too. Well, say it. Huh? Say it. <laughs> Okay, I thought maybe you had something first. I do. Okay, I'll go first then. Yeah. I just wanted to thank everybody for all of the birthday wishes and everything this year. It was overwhelming as usual. I love it. I got so many texts, so many things on uh, Instagram and several phone calls, including my mom who caught me with some friends of mine, had a party for me out at a farm I used to work at. <laughs> And we all got together. It was like a, old, a family reunion of the cannabis people I worked with. And it was super fun. And my mom called, I just told Mel, my mom called out there, which miraculously she got through with no, hardly any reception out there and talked to her. Everybody yelled hi to mom and had a great Friday evening party. Drank too much alcohol. I haven't been drinking much lately. And I drank six to eight ciders drink a six pack right, at, at least a six pack so I'm, I'm padding it with a couple more yeah it was a little slow yesterday but it was fun i had a celebration and also learned again like ooh, alcohol is not for you anymore you're being healthy so but thank you everybody had a great birthday doing good and that was that i just wanted to thank everybody all right on apple happy birthday man <laughs> happy birthday um, brother i wanted to ask you guys about festivals so as No Simple Road, we've spent a lot of our waking hours and time in the last six years traveling to, planning for, spending time at, and talking about music festivals. And uh, yes, we have all learned a thing or two about festivaling. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, before we start talking about Mojo Family Fest, what is your one favorite thing about going to a music festival and whoever wants to go first can go first. I'll go since Mel's taking a drink and then maybe she won't steal my answer. She can steal my, no, <laughs> I, the, the number one thing to me, like most of this stuff is, is getting together with friends and community, everybody coming together and having a place to hang out. It's so fun Ever to, we always have a game plan of like, okay, we're going to meet you there. We're going to see, you know, we're going to see Bryce, Jack. We know who we're going to see, but you don't know who exactly what campground you're going to get, who you end up next to, what's going to happen. And the whole thing is revolved around that community and having, having fun. So to, to me, it's all the people. The music is awesome, but it's kind of like the background to the setting type mm. thing. So, I mean, because you can even go to a festival that doesn't have the most killer lineup and still have a great time. Yeah. And also to discover new music, smaller bands and stuff, yeah. which is another part of that. That community is being brought in and like, okay, here, take the stage with these other people. And it grows it. 
Yeah. It's definitely a chance for like the up and coming bands to showcase their talent mm -hmm. in front of an audience. They normally maybe wouldn't have had the opportunity to be in front yeah. of and vendors to be able yeah. to, well, to your, be able to do their wares. That's your jam right there anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Merch and seeing all the vendor cute stuff. It's out there. <laughs> Mel. Um, my favorite part of festivals is that you don't have to go home, that it's continuous. It's like you're yeah. having such a good time. I don't want to go to sleep at eight o'clock and have to drive home and come back. Like that's boring. That sucks. That's not fair. <laughs> it's boring. That's a good, 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 yeah, good answer. <laughs> it's true because like you're all everything's like popping, and then nobody's telling you to go to sleep. You don't have to go back to your tent. You don't have to do anything except for what you want to do in that moment. And I just love that freedom. I love being able to continue to roll with it you know like yeah, whatever. no security chasing yeah, you out well, or anything exactly no security you have your fun outfit your you know jacket kind of tired but you still don't want to finish partying like i just love that i just remember five o'clock in the morning as the sun comes up at string summit you and i sitting in that double hammock chair thing the one the black one yeah the yeah. black chair and like the sun coming up and me and you looking at each other like oh shit the sun's coming up Woo! yeah it was uh that's apple being know. like grandma and grandpa that's when night. you that's when you know you're having fun when you get to stay up like that yeah and, and then the people thing too that's my favorite too a three four day festival like seeing how everybody is on the fourth day oh, shit. when everybody's rolling back and forth to camp in the middle of the night or early in the morning crunchy yeah hardly talking just like head nods and grunts rolling <laughs> watermelons <laughs> down hills and sliding on pieces of cardboard <laughs> on dirt and yeah. yeah but that's so fun that I mean, was, uh, yeah i just love that i love you know being having an excuse to stay having a good time stay partying mm -hmm. <laughs> um Mine is kind of actually a, a mixture of both of yours. Like there's a certain headspace that I get into when I go to a show and that's like the joy of going to the show. And that makes the people and the environment and all of it that much more fun is that headspace. And when you just are going to a show that ends that day, that's it. Like, the encore happens and everybody's mm -hmm. yay. And then the lights come on and it's all smoky and dirty and everybody leaves. And it's like, Oh, and yeah. then you're like out in the lot and at a festival, that m magical headspace that took a lot of work to get to in the first fucking place. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, there's a lot of that goes into machinations and worrying and whatever that goes into getting there in the first place. And then once you finally get there, like, at a festival, like Mel said, you don't have to leave. You can keep going. And then you get to hang out with your friends and like do all kinds of different. There's just different ways to create fun memories there. And it's yeah, like the and everybody gets silly too afterwards because mm -hmm. that's I mean, you could go to after parties after a concert, but that involves leaving. You got to yeah. get from one take spot an Uber to another or walk or whatever. Yeah. 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 When you're at a festival, if you, you know, a little more sacrament, whatever you want, just keep on rolling mm -hmm. with it and, and get those late night little snacks from the vendors too. And throw I, them back in there. My part B answer is the music collaborations that happen at festivals that yeah. happen nowhere else. Like 
You know, when you go Billy to see, Strings playing with Trey. Yeah. Well, you go to see a concert. That's it. You're seeing that band or that, you know, maybe the opening act or whatever. When you're at a festival, there's all these different musicians that are with each other. So you get sit-ins, you get people mixing, singing, singing each other's music. And that's the stuff that I think people love going to see live music about. Like mm. it's these interactions and these things that will never happen again you know, in a lifetime. Well, and also as adults, like, let me back up as a kid. One of the most fun things that you could possibly do is have your friends over to spend the night or spend the night at your friend's house. Yeah. Have that and to then do. <laughs> double fun. That was a slumber party. Yes, Right. Like you and your friends having a slumber party, you were going to have a blast unless you were that kid that was crying at 10 o'clock for his mom to come pick him up. But for the most part, (laughs) it was the the most fun you could have as a kid. And so as an adult Mm -hmm. festivals represent an adult slumber party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do a really whacked out psychedelic, fun you, you even get the in camp because we've experienced that like at a slumber party the funnest thing is staying up late when you're not supposed to and you hear you guys need to like quiet it down in there it's past okay no we sh- don't sh-. you get quiet for a minute because that happens in camps i remember that everybody, get, everybody getting rowdy and then there's somebody like people are trying to sleep and it's like no yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it down for about 30 seconds uh, yeah there was some some of that last year at, at Hornings, I'll say for sure. Um, it definitely. The, the best part about all of that is costumes and fun outfits that you get to wear. Like you have a reason to bring out your furry, like, you know, winter coat because it gets anything cold. Anything goes. You know, exactly. And that's all does I have to say about that. Uh, does it really? Just yeah, about, yeah, yeah, just about anything. We see stuff at festivals all the time that's like, okay, that's a first. Yeah. I, I saw a mermaid. A real mermaid. I saw a person dressed like a bong hit. I remember the ones to the astronaut, the ape astronauts. Yep. Yeah, that was another one. <laughs> With full astronaut suit. Um, But yeah, like what, as an adult, you don't get that opportunity very often to like have slumber parties with other adults, and you know, and that is, and then there's like, we haven't even mentioned the music part of it. Like that's the whole reason that we're all there is to gather around this tribal fire. That is the music that happens. And yeah. yeah. Well, like Mel mentioned the music part of the collaboration. We've heard that from a lot of artists too, that that's their favorite thing. It's like, well, we only get to play a smaller set, but so many other things happen that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. People joining each other on stage and improving songs at the last minute. And that's really special. Yeah. And so this year there is no um, Northwest String Summit because it's ended. Yeah. And. Uh, Boo. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a drag. No but, one likes it. I'm just saying it for everybody. Um, We are kicking off the festival season in three weeks with Mojo Family Fest. Woo. And uh, Mel and I and Apple took a trip out to rhythms ground which is the festival grounds that this festival is being held at um what was it 
Was that last weekend? Yeah. Wow. God, time is so yeah. weird. Yeah, time, this last week has been a weird it time. It seems warp. like months ago right now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe, Mel. You just took your mom to the airport on Monday. It seems like it was longer six, ago. Your it's mom weird. was here six months ago. Yeah, already. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, we took a trip out there, and I mean, it's not our first journey out to Rhythm's Ground, but holy shit, man. What they have done out there is mm. monumental for them. Yes, I, I don't I, I really like I want to impress on everybody listening. Obviously, you haven't been out there, but like this is 25 acres and 25 acres is just a word, but it's not. It's mm-hmm. a huge a piece of property, a lot of square footage. And it's just Ben and Tiff with some sundry help out mm-hmm. there getting the entire place ready to be festival ready. And the last time we were there was a few months ago and where the festival is being held right now was completely um, enshrouded in six to eight foot high blackberry thickets. As far as you could see in every direction, you couldn't even see the ground. No, no, you really couldn't. It's incredible what they've done, what they've managed to do with the they've been getting help but like they've been doing the lion's share of everything out there on their own and it is incredible to see the tenacity and the dedication and the strength of will that these two people have to see their dreams come true they're literally doing it blood sweat and tears to make their dream come true and that is so admirable and inspirational and they've had to overcome so much and they're still going. And that to me is just um, deserves to be mentioned because everybody who's going to Mojo Family Fest, um, you should just really know that this has literally been prepared. This is going to be such a special, you know, magical time um, simply because of the love that was put into making it happen. The the grounds themselves, like when we went out there last weekend, my jaw was on the ground. It is, you can't even, I can't even like, I'm trying to think of a way to like explain to everybody how drastic the change was. Like, well, the, the, the scope of it, that like, like when it's all covered in all those blackberries, it looked smaller. Now that was oh, all yeah. cleared out when we walked over to the edge, because what is it? It's like seven acres up top where the all the trees Arboretum. are, the Arboretum. And then it goes down into this big, like, kind of valley bowl. Mm-hmm. And it it was just covered. So it just looked like a forest, kind of, of blackberries. And now it's all clear. I mean, you can see the vastness of that field and how it goes over to the tree line and the camping area. It, it it's just amazing the the scope of it now. It's yeah. like it made it look a, twice as big. Like a good haircut when you get lined up, you know your neck, yeah. and, you know your beard. Like it, it looks so perfectly like shaped, yeah. and the face looks a little bit leaner. You know what I mean? It's like the property. It looks so much more expansive, like Apple said, and inviting. And to have vision like that, you know, like like Apple said, when it's covered in thickets, it looks kind of like. A forest, like you can't really you understand can't what's under there. The trees, <laughs> literally. But they were like, they had this vision of that's what they wanted to do down there, and 
worked feverishly to do it. And then now to see that happening, like, wow, there was something all along there. Here's the other side of it, too, is that you brought up something you were like, you know, they're doing it through their blood, sweat and tears to realize their dream. And what's at the bottom of that dream is a love for this community mm-hmm. and the music yes. and what and the magic that that thing creates. And they were willing to put their livelihoods on the line to provide a space for this thing to continue to happen for this community. Mm-hmm. That is like the epitome of putting your money where your love is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That and with no guarantees that it's going to work out. You you buy this land that's covered in blackberries. It's just the two of you, but the two of you have this like idea, wow, we could maybe turn this into a venue someday. And now you have to do it. But at the bottom of that is the the love for f- festivating. Yeah. yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Yes. And and providing a, space for us to be able to have that mm-hmm. in in perpetuity. And it's like Mel was starting to say that when we were up top talking about like they're they're the love that Ben and Tiff have into that place is so inviting too. That they bust ass and they're not ones to like beg for help or anything. They just put it out there like people want to come out. They've been having work parties for months now. Like today, I was just looking. There's a picture of Ben and some contraption up in a tree. Abe's camped out there. The Abels are there. Scott's there. They're all out there busting no ass. Road family show. Yeah, up. they're really all out there up. busting ass on it. And and you know, Cody and Bree were out there a couple weekends. Yeah, they've been ago. there a couple times. And their daughters had their friends and stuff out there. Like they've. And like they're I a bunch see. of Jack's friends. And when we were out there last week, there's the the tree guys, oh the arborists that just volunteered, volunteered their time. Like we can get up there and cut out those widow makers and top your trees and make everything safe. Even her neighbors, her yeah. neighbors, you know, stepped up and showed up like that's, you know, that's another thing about like, you know, when you put your dream out there, other people start wanting to help you fulfill that. And especially in this community, like you were saying, Aaron, like they're they're creating a space where we can keep festivating like that's huge. Yeah. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. That's a huge thing for people to want to help create that. Like, okay, I'll mow a lawn or cut a bush or, you know, throw this in the fire. Hell yeah. yeah. It's, it's really inspiring to see somebody doing what they're doing. It's hugely inspiring. And it really speaks to the quality of pe- the people that are out there. Mm-hmm. Like Ben and Tiff are the salt of the earth. Yes. And dude, all you have to do, if you know them, like just look at Ben's hands <laughs> and you will know how hard these two have, mm. they, you know, like it, it's beyond my comprehension. It would have broke me. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do it. No, no, that, 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 that they did. They are different when it comes to that because even like when we went out there, I love it. Sweaty and dirty. They even take the time like to stop for a minute yep. and welcome you. Yep. And a big hug. Like Ben didn't want to hug it. It's like we man, want a sweaty, here. dirty yeah, hug, man. Bring it, bring it in, brother. So if you um have been on the fence about going to Mojo Family Fest or you haven't got your tickets yet and you've been thinking about going, I promise you that this is going to be 
monumentally amazing just because of the community and the energy that's been put into the preparation of, of the grounds. Just that by itself is the intention, love, and will going into the actual dirt that we're going to be camping on. And, uh, you know, that means that there's going to be something magical going to happen. I don't know what it is, you know, but I want to show up and find out after, after seeing that and, you know, go to, um, bodimojo.com and you can get your tickets. They're still available. If you can't camp, there is single day passes available. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be amazing. There's a lot of good music that's going to happen out there. And, um, we have, uh, we're performing. What? Yeah. We oh, are yeah? performing Saturday morning at noon and uh, we have something special planned. I'm not going to say what it is. Nope. Uh, but we are planning something very special. And I, I hope that <laughs> if you live in the Oregon area or nearby and you are willing to come travel, you come hang out with us. It's going to be something else, man. You have anything to say about that? <laughs> no, it's a surprise, you said. Yeah. No, what do you got up on your phone? Well, I, we were going to talk about some of the bands, so I just have it um, ready. What? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, here, here, here. I was going to do the because we haven't done this yet. You need me to, you need me to set it up? No. I was going to talk about the bands now. Oh, no. Well, let me do this first because we haven't done this yet. We keep... Sorry, Al. <laughs> no, no, it's, no. I like this. It was just so mm. funny because. It's like dead your silence. Your eyeballs Aaron and your stare. hand motions. Like, like, like you guys should have seen that. I, and I just couldn't keep it together when so I saw that. What I was going to do real quick because we haven't done it yet is read. Like all the bands are going to be there, yeah, do it. and yeah. then we're going to highlight some of these. And so, so this is going to have Bodie Mojo with two sets, Sponge, Family Mystic, The Copper Children, The Quick and Easy Boys, No Simple Road live podcast. Uh, which I I'm going to pronounce that wrong. J J Sai. Okay, I want to say J C J Sai Proof, The Muddy Souls, Louis Longmire, Waylian, Super Secret Band. Flying Caravan, Urban Shaman, The Bad Table, Blue Egyptian, Yuzu, The Haven, The Supernatural Beavers, Man on TV, Karen, The Dancing Lady, Rice, Madison True, The Campfire Boys, and Brother Gabe Trio. Dang. That, that's a lineup. I, I started to get caught in mouth after reading that's all that. That's a hell of a lot of bands. So one of the um, bands that I have pulled up is the Muddy Souls, and I'm going to read their bio. They were dope. We saw them at um, Haven. Uh, no. Yeah, we no. did see them at the, I saw them at the Haven. Yeah, I wasn't with you. We, what I was going to say is we saw them at Camp Suds last year. Yeah. And they were amazing. Yes. Um, the Muddy Souls are a leading progressive jam grass band based in Eugene, Oregon, featuring original songs, virtuistic and high octane groove that always has the dance floor bouncing. Uh, formed in 2018 the band has four albums of completely original music that's a lot that is a lot and has played more than 150 shows across the pacific northwest northern california and the northeast um including festival sets such as such as uh, fresh grass bridge city bluegrass oregon country fair and winter grass a gem of the northwest music scene the muddy souls are sure to get your feet dancing and your face grinning yeah right, right. on Apple. All right. I'm going to jump to the Copper Children here. They've been invited down from uh, Colorado Heck yeah. to play. Their mission is we are here for everyone looking to heal and feel 
creating experiences centered on love, integrity, harmony, and authenticity. Damn. The copper copper children are Zaya, Andy, Christopher, Cole, Nikki, and Eric with with rotating members. Right on. They are they're the ones that like um I was when we were out at Rhythms Ground talking with Ben, he was like, I'm really excited to see the Copper Children. I've been listening to them nonstop, man. Yeah. They that was the, um their update. Yeah, well, and then this too, the unique blend of styles and influences that span from the the choral sounds of American gospel music to the psychedelic acid jam fueled sounds of the sixties. So get a nice spacey mix of all of this. I like acid jams. Yeah. Looking very forward to seeing this as well. Okay. So JSI proof or JSP, the is the philosophical indie funk vision of multi-instrumentalist composer, arranger, Jeff Chilton, whose credits include performing with the diamonds, the platters, broken social scene, and recording on over 20 albums by Portland-based ensembles. Described as Earth Jazz Alchemists. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, By Vortex Magazine. JSP was born in 2019 from the soggy jazz-soaked earth of Portland, Oregon. This is a soggy jazz. Yeah, I like that. I know. I love this uh, bio. Since its inception, the band has evolved through adventurous jazz fusion to low five jams to a full-fledged funk party hell yeah all while while prioritizing genuine messages of spirituality and human betterment in the midst of endless modern crises jsi is joined by lucas james drums and vocals jd erickson saxon flute and Corey hepner guitar so if you live outside um the pacific northwest and you were like looking for new music well here you go. We're we're giving you like several bands that you can check out that you are for sure going to dig. Yeah. Yeah. Here we'll jump over another one here. I got Whalian. Okay. Which I it. love the name. So eclectic jam prog fusion band based out of Seattle, Washington. Since the dawn of humankind, our species has asked one question. How does one really, really rock? <laughs> <laughs> the question pondered by philosophers, scientists, leaders, movers, and shakers for le- the millennia is finally being answered. Whalian travels the globe, moving with the crash of thunder and the poise of the lotus, showing listeners everywhere how to really, really rock. Their higher energy rock fusion will have you grinning, gasping, and dancing. Alex, Jimmy, Shane, and Zach equal Whalian. All right. All right, so I pulled up the super secret band. Is there anything about them? Because it's secret. And <laughs> well, we'll find secret. out. Um, in the late uh, 2010s, rumors of super secret band, band began to grow around Portland. In recent months, these rumors have been growing faster across the greater Pacific Northwest of a super secret, funky, spacey festival band with rock fangs jazz horns and a powerful rhythm section a band so super and so secret that not even the band members can acknowledge the band's existence <laughs> concert goers claim super secret band insists that no one should tell anyone about the band unless of course they were doing so to tell people not to tell anyone else about the band <laughs> yeah. so we're telling everybody out there don't, don't tell, tell anyone that's right the super secret but check band. them out but listen to them but um, don't in but November do. 22, um, November 2022, the band released an EP titled Never Odd or Even. 
and rumors exist of a follow-up release in the 2023. According to anonymous eyewitnesses, testimony, Super Secret Band headlined small festivals across the Northwest in 2022 and is rumored to continue sharing super secrets with all those willing to seek them out. The sound ranges from rock to jam to dark jazz to blues to funk to ambient sections that space all the way out before converging into funky slap bass driven experiences. Damn. Damn. That's a hell of a It really is a mouthful. The band's instrumental funky rock core highlights improvisational expression from a rotating cast of guest musicians creating a different super secret experience each time. How hard is it to like, if you have a band to come up with a bio for yourself, that's gotta be so hard. Like, just even categorizing your own music is hard. Yeah, Maybe you ask a, a friend to like, you know, a like few, input from listeners yeah. or friends to. Yeah, I can't even imagine trying to do that. Well, you did it for the show. Yeah, but this isn't music. This 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 I'm isn't like describing a, yeah. a sound. Yeah, like, especially in this. Yeah, yeah. That's especially hard. when you have so many different sounds. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's very important. I love reading these because it takes me back to like the liner notes that came with LPs and everything. You like, you want, that's, that's going to describe everything. Yeah. And you want it to be dope. So here's another one with the quick and easy boys who we've seen a few times and who we are. The quick and easy boys are a power trio out of Portland, Oregon. And fuck yeah, they are who creates their own blend of rock and roll. Imagine the Minutemen, the police, and band of gypsies rolled into one. Yes, that's a that's great, a great uh-huh. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Formed in 2005, the Quick and Easy Boys quickly made a name for themselves in Eugene, Oregon, before re- re- uh, relocating to Portland and becoming a renowned nationally touring act. Their shows are an interactive party with electrifying stage antics and profound musical moments as the trio pours out every ounce of their energy leaving nothing behind and that is true too the band has gained the reputation for moving a crowd all night long whether it be a big festival or a tiny watering hole founding members sean baders on vocals and bass and jimmy russell on vocals and guitar play all the notes tyrone hendrix joined in 2018 on percussion the quick and easy boys have continued to evolve musically and the audience continues their enthusiastic calling of "Hey, yay, bud!" at every show. Yeah, bud. <laughs> yeah, bud. Okay, I, I have a story about the Quick and Easy Boys. All right. So our first Northwest String Summit in twenty eighteen. Yeah. No wait. No twenty nineteen. Okay, twenty nineteen. We are camped kind of in the vending area at the end of the vending area across from um, Honey Dome, Honey Dome, which is a, a, a smaller stage. And I, I haven't taken acid in 25 years. I take acid at the festival, have this amazing, magical night. Mel and I are stumble back to our tent at like four o'clock in the morning. And we I'm, I'm wiped out, <clears throat> done. All I want to do is go to sleep. <laughs> I put my head on the pillow and Jimi Hendrix meets the Minutemen meets the police starts jamming on the stage right across from us. The quick and easy boys start up and I was so tired and it was so good. 
Uh-huh. It was so good. And you would think like. Didn't we like kind of dance to sleep? Yes. We ended. <laughs> yes. We, we, what was it? What was it called? What, um, lay dancing? Um, floor dancing. Yeah, floor dancing. We floor danced our way into sleep <laughs> that night to the Quick and Easy Boys. Wasn't that the where they were yelling at you? Yeah, that, that, that I was going to say that that's one where I stayed. Like, yeah, it was like 6.30 in the morning when I finally got to sneak off to the tent to sleep for like an hour and a half. That's because Thomas from uh, Banshee Tree joined him on stage. Um, they, they had a rotate rotating group all night long on that stage. And and I couldn't get away. Every and time you try and leave the it, apple, it where was, are you going? It was, it, and then that was that was Chris. The, the, I started to sneak off to kind of like, okay, nobody's paying attention. He caught me like almost to the tent. Where are you going, Apple? Oh. We're gonna pull me back in. It, it was it was so fun, but it's it was that was the that was two days in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Saturday night, and you were was, well done yeah, by that point. Yeah, well done. And I remember that. And then I crawled into the tent. About an hour just dozing off and they start we were right by the vendors row and they start coming around with trash beep, detail. Beep, beep, and, beep. and I was like, okay, well, you're just gonna roll on through Sunday. But those are the other moments at festivals that are like, you better learn to just roll with it. <laughs> That's right. And there you can always rest later. Oh, bring I'm good stuck. headphones. Uh oh, Aaron, Aaron earphones, t- earplugs cords everything's supposed to be wireless by now that's a complaint yeah i, have. <sighs> I agree apple everything all right, all right i'm gonna um read about family mystic because this is one of the bands that when tiffany and i first met when i saw the property i was like oh my god i could totally see family mystic playing out here and she was like who's family mystic and so we told her about family mystic and and now they're we playing had them on and um, so here's Family Mystic. Um, Family Mystic includes Marcelo on guitar, Matthew on bass, Tommy on drums, and Love on keys. Um, it was conceived when Marcelo and Love met at Country Fair in 2019. So um, also in December, uh, so that was July 2019. In December 2019, they met uh, Tommy and Matthew, which are um, brothers. Wait a minute. The Sereno Prophecy. Hold on a minute. Okay. Hold the phone. Yes. They have only been a band since 2019. Holy shit. And all together yeah, from de- yeah. t- December 2019. Okay. So Family Mystic is a four-piece vocal ensemble surfing the ebb and flows of present-day Portland, Oregon, redefining what making music from the deep realms of the heart can be. That's true. Yep. Vulnerable, poignant, dynamic, direct, and multidimensional. Merging elements of classic funk and soul, 60s, 70s psychedelia, a splash of progress, progressive jazz fusion, and tight vocal arrangements to answer the age-old question, what genre is this music? <laughs> Feel-good music. Bringing together people of all ages, there may be truly a tasty treat for everyone within the mystical sounds of this family of brothers. Yeah, man. In the three years since the band's formation, Family Mystic has toured the West Coast on multiple occasions, making a name for themselves, playing shows in parks and public spaces, to bring the music to the people in times of need. They sure did mm-hmm. do that. They recorded, produced their debut studio album, Home in Your Heart, and live album, Live at Mount Tabor. They, their sophomore album, 12-track uh, studio album, Adventures of Nim- uh, Nimara, is out December 2022. It's out. It's out. And get it, because it is it's so smoking. good. It's so good. And was also self-produced in their home studio after recording instruments at Fortune Avenue Studios. I mean, these guys do everything. <laughs> uh-huh. 
They now find themselves flourishing in the PNW venue and festival scene as they cultivate a vibrant network of music lovers, mystics, and families of all backgrounds and beliefs. They feel that the journey is just beginning as they step into the unfoldment of their de- of their destinies. Dude, that there that is one band that like they're going everywhere somewhere for sure yeah yeah, yeah they they had that's one of those ones to their music scratches parts of the brain that haven't been touched in years with their yeah. acapella singing the way they do duets the way they all sing together like everything the feeling they carry with them it's dope is just amazing and they're such amazing sweet people too man. and i had the pleasure and honor of meeting tommy and matthew's mother at um the haven and i have a photo of him and his mother and she was beaming like (laughs) literally the sun should be she was so proud and so like hugging her son so tight and she just and she's beautiful she's absolutely beautiful she looks like she could be his girlfriend or something like she's gorgeous and just she was like i love my boys i'm so like just that's so cool cream of the crop and that was a really special moment she was beaming it was incredible to see the light in her eyes to witness her boys up there killing it and you got to check them out it's family mystic out of portland oregon everybody check it out and we would be remiss if we didn't talk about about uh, <laughs> uh, who who is it that's putting on the show? Oh, could yeah. it be? Could it be? Uh, is Bodie it Mojo? Bodie Mojo? Yes, Bodie Mojo, <laughs> the band. <laughs> so, Bodie Mojo, they're very near and dear to us. We met Jack McCrane, uh, the singer guitar player. It's McCrane. not McCrane. It's uh, McCrane. McCrane. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> I'm looking right at it too. So I know, I know. Thank you, thank you, Jack. Oh, (laughs) anyway, they came into our lives years ago and have been there ever since. Mm -hmm. And Jack is just a very inspiring human being. Yes, but here we'll read you a little bit about Bodie Mojo. Bodie Mojo is a psychedelic five-piece jam band rooted in the good feels, Mm. characterized by mind-bending jams and heartfelt songwriting. They never play the same show twice and leave you yearning for more. This is true. Yep. The band formed also in 2019 and made a splash on the Pacific Northwest music scene, focusing on do-it-yourself festivals and shows. Bodie quickly grew a wide following throughout the Pacific Northwest. And this we got Jack, we got Chris, we got Mike, we got Harrison, and we got Will in the band. And they, this, the, these guys are fantastic. They've organized this again. Uh, we went last year mm-hmm. to the Mojo Family Fest at the different grounds. And it's so awesome that they're bringing this out there to the Rhythms Ground. We, we do a lot every summer. And we go to a lot of festivals. And I'm not just saying this. Like, I really, really mean what I'm about to say. Going to Mojo Family Fest last year was my favorite festival that we went to all year long. That one and Camp Suds. And I'm going to tell you why. It was smaller. It was actually relaxing. It wasn't overly crowded. There wasn't long lines for anything. It was when you wanted it to be quiet, it was quiet at night. (laughs) When you didn't want it to be quiet, it wasn't quiet at night. 
everybody cleaned up after themselves. There wasn't a mess everywhere. Everybody was sweet to each other. The community came together and helped mm-hmm. each other. The yeah. music was fucking dope. Yep. Like everything about it was, it really was like a vacation. It was. Cause I remember when we rolled out of there, we were not as tired as no. we usually were from festival. We felt rested and well, rejuvenated. Especially for camp suds. We did have hotels. So that really helped a hundred percent. And it was like so rainy. Um, but Mojo, family fest last year setting up our camp it was such a great area mm-hmm. and it was so it was perfectly spacious you know and so i just i'm really looking forward to the change of venue at rhythms ground and that same beautiful vibe that that festival you know brings it it the festival spirit is born of the people that put the festival together and the place that it's held at. Yeah. That's like the, if a festival is a person, that's the personality. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the, what's put into it. And so I think that that reflecting on it and thinking about how awesome it was last year is a testimony to Jack and Bodhi Mojo and the, and the PNW scene up here of the quality of the people that are involved because you can have a festival like that at a beautiful grounds and it'd be a fucking shit show. Sure. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Of just like people running amok and yeah, know, no, no, everything, high everything they do there's like such intention and love put into it. It turns out amazing. Yeah. All right. Got two more to mention in the same breath here too, because First, we need to mention this. That she also came into our lives at the same time as all these people. Madison True Aww. is going to be there. She's just an angel heart. She really is. She she does artwork. Uh, she also plays guitar and has a beautiful angelic voice. She's going to be out there performing. And then also Sponge. No, oh. Yeah. So Sponge, again, the, this is mind-blowing when we just talked about all three of these. Family Mystic. Bodie Mojo and Sponge. If when you see these, or if you've seen them, if you haven't, and if you're not in our area, go look them up and listen to all these bands' music. They also formed in 2019. It's wild, dude. So these three bands, like those, they started right like at the beginning when right before long, COVID, and and they thrived through COVID. Yeah, they did, and continued to do things and do it responsibly and do outdoor shows and continue to bring people together. So, the auditory experience of Sponge. Sponge is a high energy, multi genre, four piece based out of Eugene, Oregon, using their diverse musical backgrounds and tastes. Sponge believes in making their live shows not just a musical performance, but an experience. The band incorporates classic songwriting with sections of improvisation to seamlessly weave from genre to genre genre while keeping the energy high and always danceable. Since 2019, the band has toured the Pacific Northwest relentlessly, which is true, growing from playing bars and college parties to playing established and respectable venues and festivals and opening for major jam acts such as Spafford, Aggie, Twiddle, The Special, Cycles, Yak Attack. 
The course, the quartet has also released a full length studio album that is available on all major streaming platforms. So we got Sage, we got Josh, we got David, and we got Dan. And then we have the man behind the scenes that helps him with everything, Chase, who is another amazing yeah. human being. <laughs> I feel like the Pacific Northwest is so fortunate to have the crew of musicians that are living up here and putting the work together to make this scene so dope. Yeah. It's, it really is a big family, man. And it, it's, I'm honored to be a part of it. It's, it's really fucking cool. And, uh, I really, really hope that you all will join us out at Mojo family fest in two and a half weeks. Is it two and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Little under three weeks. What yeah, because it starts there, on Friday. Well, the 16th. I just I was trying to do a, a grand uh, project in like two seconds. <laughs> I wanted to pull up the episodes that we had with um with some of the bands that we've mm. um, interviewed. The only one I have is Family Mystic, which is episode two twenty three. So if you are interested in listening to our episode with Family Mystic in preparation for uh, Mojo Family Fest. Uh, pull up 223 with family. We've also had Bodie Mojo and Sponge on the show. Yes, we have. Um, Listen, we are also going to be at Oregon Country Fair. No Simple Road was invited by Spoken Word to do three 50-minute performances at Country Fair this year. So No Simple Road is going to be performing on the Rabbit Hole stage at the Oregon Country Fair, everybody. Three days. Do I? I mean... For those of you that don't live in the area, I, I would imagine that most people listening to the show know about what the Oregon Country Fair is. But if you don't, I would urge you to go look it up and find out about the history of this thing. It's a This is monumental for the three of us to be invited by fair to do what we do, to bring No Simple Road there. It's, it's a beyond comprehension to me as i'm reading the fruit of the 60s in preparation for oregon country fair i am it makes me realize what an honor it is to be invited to this something that has been um cultivated in such specific hands for so long like it really is truly a family affair and people drop what they're doing near and far to be part of this for what 40 years 50 years 50 years, 50 years. Little, over 50 over years 50. now they just celebrated yeah. the 50th last so year so that two years two years um, it was 52 yeah so we are super grateful like Aaron said to be you know asked to come and we are excited to like talk to people there um on the podcast to like, I feel like it's just going to be special. I yeah. feel like it's going to be something we can't really even I don't predict. It's going to happen, man. Yeah. But it's the fair and I are the same age. We, we age the same. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty 19, cool. No, 1969. That's the first fair. Oh, okay. Is it's, it? Yeah. Oh, it's the okay. It's the same one. age as me. Yeah. Well, and they missed one during COVID. So maybe that yeah, they have the fair in the cloud. But it, it is amazing. Like and if you're not aware, you can go look at the Oregon Country Fair uh, website. And it, it there's so many links to it that, that 
tell you about like the stewardship of the land, like that land, the, the over a thousand acres. It's huge. Well, so many they things. They take care of it all year long. They got people out there working on it all the time, preserving it. It's home to like all these species of birds. And, but I mean, it's amazing what that land is and how magical it is and how they keep it up. <laughs> I, I just keep. Whenever we mention it to somebody that's been and we tell them, yeah, we have we've never been to fair and this is our first year. The reaction is is universally the same. It's like shock, shock and awe oh. and and like, oh, my God, you're you're going to have your mind blown is like the at first. Most people are speechless. They don't even know what the, they're just like. You oh, haven't been to fair? oh, it's a bunch of noises. Oh, Ooh, Ooh, what? Geez. Oh, my, oh God. my God. You got a minute and I tell you a story? Like, yeah, please. Yeah. And all and- the things that were born from fair, so many offshoots like Saturday markets in Eugene and here in Portland. Whitebird. Yeah. There's just, and lots of just connections, people that like, you know, wanting to do things counterculture and created such an incredible um counterculture in eugene and what's dope is like there's like city council people and mayors that are fair family yeah now that are in places of power and 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 you know yeah make can make change yeah making change and, and make things happen that's fucking dope like changing the system <clears throat> from the inside mm-hmm. that's that's kind of cool man so I yeah, just wanted beyond to honored. reiterate <laughs> what an honor it is for No Simple Road and to have been exciting. invited and how excited we are and how special it is for us. And if you have the opportunity to come hang out with us at fair and watch what we do, I would love for the No Simple Road family to be there with us and help support us because I'm going to be completely transparent. I am nervous as shit about this one. Not <laughs> it, why? Because it's in your own home court? No, no, no. Not like I'm not scared or like any, but I'm just like in awe i it's a big deal to me and so there's my yeah. nerves are up on it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like i want to do a, yeah i want to do a good job i i want to um do them proud you know what i mean yeah and something about our staycation helped me to relax about that cuz i i was feeling like that a little bit too and i realized Apple and I were talking about it. I think it was either before we left maybe or just maybe that week about how we continue to get comments about our Monday episodes being like what people mostly, you know, tune in for religiously, mm-hmm. you know, and then the other stuff that they'll kind of listen later on or whatever. But um, that got me really thinking that that's just us being us. And that's what got us to be invited. Yeah. And yeah. so to try to do something is doesn't make sense for us to do. No. To just go there and, and do what we would do if we had our mics in front of us, but at country Here. fair. Yeah. yeah. And that is going to be what is going to be the best reception and the best performance and the best connection with our, with the audience because once we're together, we know what to say and we're going to have guests there as well that are going to be on the show. So we're going to just be in this amazing environment with these great guests and we get to do something in this, you know, where we want, where people wanted us to be. 
So yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of, it, it just, I don't know, like I said, it, it just put you at ease. It put me at ease. Yeah. That, that's kind of how I feel about it. I, I, I wouldn't say nerd. I'm very anxious about it because this is a big deal. And it's like the, it, I mean, it's just a little over a month away. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like the stew pot has started because we already have some things cooking. Yes. You know, it's already coming together. We got some ingredients going mm-hmm. and there's going to be more. And then a lot of that spice is going to be like added when we get there. Once we meet people yes. and, I don't even and get know. introduced to people that we're going to want to talk to that we don't even know about yet. And well, and it, do you remember we met that guy from Country Fair at a Hollywood Bowl? Havoc. Yeah, Havoc. And right I in front of us. one to the left or to the right. The left. Yeah. To the, the left. Look to yeah, the left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and I had totally had a moment because I gave him such a big hug and I was like, thank you so much for being a part of this memory of my daughter's first show with us. Like, this is a really big deal and you're witnessing like pure joy behind you. And I just want you to know that. And he just like, like, you know, like put, put my shoulders and like pulled me away to look at my face and was like, just kind of nodded his head and grabbed me and gave me like this big hug <laughs> like he was so proud and so happy you know and I was like thank you so much and we just like hugged it out and it was just like a super cool moment you know yeah that was funny this everybody around us was Oregon and country fair family yeah at, at fish things happen I love and it. The, the other thing too the last thing I was going to say is that there's something to you because that's it, it's not brand new to us but it is kind of new to us we're now at the point where we're getting when you get invited to something Instead of us like reaching out, like, hey, can we please be there to get invited is like such an extraordinary honor. Yeah. To be invited by a group like we know who you are and we want you to be here. And it wouldn't happen. Wouldn't have happened without. I got to mention Dan Cohen. Dan, It would not have happened without Dan from Peak Experience putting in the word for us and and i would really love to have you on the show dan sometime if you're up for it i I talked to him the other day we're planning something all right well i wasn't involved in that so i'm saying yeah it's happening um great minds think alike so again get your festival season started if you're here in the pacific northwest come hang out with us at mojo family fest if you are able come hang out with us at uh oregon country fair and um, if you're not, be safe where you're at. Go yeah. go do your thing and be smart and have fun. And uh, you know what? We love all y'all. Yeah, we love you all. And, and like I said, all these bands we talked about, if you're not in our area, it's just great music. Go look all of them up and check it out. And we will be back on Friday with Ari Joshua, Ooh. who is an amazing, amazing musician out of Seattle, Washington, who has played with everybody under the sun and uh has his guys, own music yeah, school he's doing gonna, lots of you guys things are gonna dig this, man. all right one more episode i pulled up <laughs> if you want to listen to Bodie mojo episode with no simple road it is episode 256 okay 256 256 and then there's mojo. more so just go scroll through all those ones we've done and you may find another gym yep. that you haven't noticed before another gym yeah no you're the only gym on the show that's true. Yeah. All right, everybody. <clears throat> we'll be back on Friday with Ari Joshua. Until then, take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. And um, enjoy your Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? What? Check up on your friends. Yes. Do that. Do that. We love you guys. Peace.
just been the bird and hell means been the earth and alchemy can bring the birth of melody of a new born. So persistent, so persistent, so persistent, so committed, so resilient, or haven't you learned it? What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.